the Power Adulting Podcast, where we are hunting down the experiences, struggles, and golden nuggets of wisdom from our helpful guests. Stay tuned for an exciting weekly adventure that uncovers practical tips, tools, and tactics to get you from stuck in the muck to smashing your way through life's toughest roadblocks. We're back with a new format for a new season to help develop a new and even better you. Elle and I have really missed you since the last few popular shows of season four on the science and magic of building momentum, plus mistakes, mindset, and limiting beliefs. Continuing that theme, you are in for a real treat with Season 5 of the Power Adulting Podcast. This first episode outlines the next dozen or so shows, plus a deep dive on slowing down so we stop rushing through life like a bull in a china shop. Enjoy this 30-minute listen and check out Episodes 83, 84, and 85 on how to find your flow for more happiness. Smash that subscribe button to get your Power Adulting fix first thing every Thursday morning. Hello and welcome back to the Power Adulting Podcast. We are so excited that you're joining us today because we are starting our season five and we are so excited to be here. Yay! (laughs) Well, this season we wanted to do things a little bit differently. I know you guys are probably used to our interview approach, but we want to kind of mix things up and show you that it is okay to adjust and change and that things don't need to be completely rigid. Things are flexible and malleable and that is life. So this season, we're going to dive into my last year and a lot of the lessons I have learned and a lot of the things I have applied to my own life from our fabulous guests the last four seasons. So our first episode, we wanted to talk about slowing down and really enjoying the moment and realizing that there is no perfect timeline. Episode two, something that really affected me this year was my health. And so we're going to dive into my health, the lessons I've learned, and the things that I now find a little more valuable than maybe I did in the past. You've made huge improvements in the last year. Absolutely. And then episode three, we wanted to take that episode, episode two about health, and we wanted to apply it and learn about nutrition, hormones, sleep, the things that affect your health that you do have control over. So we wanted to talk about those things. Moving on to inner work would be episode four. We don't need any help there, right? I think that's what everybody wants to say, (laughs) but inner work is so crucial for growth and happiness, joy, just moving through the hurdles that life definitely is going to throw at you and working through trauma that everybody has gone through. Maybe some people don't have as extreme of trauma as others, but everybody has experienced traumatic events and that inner work is so, so important. The whole world since 2020, yes. I know. it's It's been a rough one. Episode five, we wanted to talk about this little thing called joy. And I know a lot of us experience depression, anxiety. We dread our days. We dread going to we work. We put on the smiley face it's, and it's not feeling smiley Exactly. Our insides don't feel smiley. And so wanted to talk about joy and how that's been a really, really crucial word and place where I've taken action in my own life in the last year. We're still sticking with our health, relationship, career, money type of format, but stretching it out a little more. So that was all kind of covering health. We were slowing down, which is mental. 
mental health, physical health, nutrition health, inner work health. Now we're transitioning for episode six into relationships and relationships can be challenging and relationships come and go. So I'm going to get a little vulnerable and share kind of some of the experiences I've had in relationships in the last couple of years. Newly married. Newly married, an amazing relationship. So grateful. And we also wanted to talk about grief. That'll be episode seven is going to be on grief. I spent 15 years running from my grief. And because I was running from it, I wasn't processing anything. And because I wasn't processing it, I wasn't able to move forward from it. And so I was just stuck in this non-grieved anger, frustration, numbness. And so we wanted to dive into grief and not even just when you lose somebody to death, grief stretches past just death. Yeah. And I wasn't probably much help during that when your mom died when you were eight years old. So we got a lot to work through there. Absolutely. And from grief, we wanted to move to episode eight and talk about communication. Communication is more than just in your intimate relationship. Communication is so important in all areas of our life. You know, we all grow up differently and we all see the world differently. And you can't assume that somebody sees the world exactly the same as you because I guarantee you they don't. (laughs) (laughs) We expect that they will be able to read our mind and understand us. but It creates a lot of conflict. And so I think communication is an important thing that we wanted to touch on. And after we move through relationships as a whole, grief, which is episode seven, and communication, which is episode eight, we wanted to transition into careers, which will be episode nine. We wanted to talk about having joy in careers. In whatever career you choose, it doesn't matter what it is, how important joy is. And if you aren't experiencing joy, what should you do to find joy? How can you make adjustments there? Yeah, because we spend so much time working, we better find some way to make joy. And you've got some great tips and tricks. And we've only got one life. I'm only going to be this old for this long (laughs) and then it's gone. And so we really want to maximize that. And from there, we wanted to kind of talk about future directions for career in episode 10 and just see what we can talk about, how we can help, how I have learned to apply this joy and what I want to do about that. It's going to be a lot of fun. And episode 11 and 12 are going to be a little bit about money, a little bit about forward thinking. So episode 11 will be kind of touching on money, which is still the hardest area for me. I have a lot of habits that I'm working towards breaking and it is not easy. But if you aren't talking about things, that means you're not working on them. So we're going to be transparent. We're going to talk about it. And I know I've got a lot of room to grow, but I've grown a lot from where I was five years ago. One step forward and two steps back. But you know, it's still progress nonetheless. Absolutely. And episode 11 is going to be about forward thinking, moving onward and upward, like not staying stuck where you're at and not feeling like your growth needs to be 100% linear because that is not life. It's not going to go in a straight upward flow. I wish that was the case, but it really is a roller coaster life is. And so how can we manage that and how can we move forward? I think that's a great description of what we're going to do. I'm excited to back you up in all of your thoughts and ideas and struggles uh, of the last year. And it's just the last year when you think about it. That's just one year that you've been documenting and that we're going to go through. I don't know exactly how many, I think it was like 50, maybe 60 experts that we have talked to. We've talked to a lot of experts. Yeah, yeah, it, it was at least that many that gave us tons of stuff that you know you incorporated and some you didn't and we're going to talk about all that 
Liam, we're going to do things a little bit differently. We've got a really, really rough outline of big topics that we want to discuss, but it is going to be very like open dialogue. There's not really any sort of structure going on. I do tend to ramble, so I'm going to work really hard on not rambling. Um, <laughs> but I'll keep her in line. We will try. We will try. So yeah, with that being said, we are excited that you're here and let's dive into episode one. Slow down. So now that we're back in episode one is here, we're going to talk about slowing down. And I wanted to bring up something that is a failure. I hate having failures because the perfectionist in me is itching to always be doing things perfect every single time. But as I've grown up, I've learned that it's not possible. And I'm embracing failure because that means I tried. And if I didn't fail, that would have meant that I never tried at all. So we wanted to discuss a failure that happened. The elephant that is in this metaphorical room, the book that we spent all of last year working on, has still not been released. We have it Ninety-five percent complete. Dang, it was totally complete. And then we took it to a consultant who said, "Wow, this is so much good stuff. You could make was it four or five books? Huh? I was thinking three, but at least three, maybe four. Maybe I'm exaggerating because it was so much work getting there. But yeah, so we're bringing it down into more concise." bite-sized books, I guess, yes. uh, there. So anyway, these consultants have been great, but it was also frustrating because we put so much work to do the finished product. For them to be like, no, 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 your draft is very much just a draft. You got to start from scratch all over again, take this information and rebuild it. And so that accompanied with life hitting us in the face. I had some health issues at the beginning of the year, middle of the year that really complicated things. And it just, it didn't, feel right. It felt like we were trying to push, yeah, rush something. And I am a perfectionist, but I've also learned that you want it to have it be 70% complete, whatever you're doing, and then release it. And ours after the consultant saw it was nowhere near 70% complete. And we decided to refocus our attention on other things and focus on happiness, focus on joy, and just go with the flow. Life is an up and down roller coaster and the right time will show itself. And it's a costly process as far as uh, the publishing of this. So yeah, when things went slower than expected, we had to take those two steps back and reorganize and get things set up so we could do it right and really have the outstanding product that our listeners deserve. And I also think that the last two years while we were recording all these episodes and talking to all these very insightful people, it was hard to really apply all the things that we were learning to our own lives, or at least for me, it was like I was focused on creating. I wasn't able to soak it in and focus on creating my own life, my own routine, my own system. I was creating for other people instead of for myself. Which is a little bit of hypocrisy there when you think about it we're learning all of this stuff and we're passing it on but we're not implementing it fully to the best of our there's ability. only so much time in the day you yeah. know like you can only exert so much energy and i've experienced burnout multiple times since covid began and burnout is a terrible feeling it's just filled with debilitating depression and it makes me feel nowhere near suicidal, but just unmotivated, completely like a boulder is stuck on my body and I cannot crawl my way out of it. 
And it's very frustrating for me as she's going through. But she po- tries to power through it and keep the, the stiff upper lip and all of that. But I can kind of sense when it's just energy's battery is draining and you keep trying pushing. And it's bad. It's harmful. It's wrong. And it's not going to be good product, good content. So we needed to back off yeah. because listeners deserve better. Absolutely. They deserve the best part of they you. Want, I believe that we should be giving them something that would really help me. And I've learned to help myself in the last year. And so I'm really excited once we've moved through season five, we've got that ready to be released, that we will be able to go back and edit and use the things that I have applied to my own life and make sure those are in there. Well, that's what, yeah, your idea of doing that where we're talking about it a little ourselves and then backing up and saying, for more details on this, go to episode number 15 where so-and-so talks about all of this. So you can get the basics from us and then really dig into it more uh, with other episodes. Totally. So that book is coming in the future when the time is right. Thank you for your patience with us. It will happen when the time is right and we'll be able to release something that we're extremely proud of. And we're just allowing the timeline to make itself. We've got different future plans. We've got things that also need to happen. And there's only so much that you can do while maintaining some sort of life balance. And life balance is really hard to achieve. But in the last year, when I have pulled back, I have felt the best that I have in a long time. And I value that more than any sort of work thing that I could do. Work is not my top top priority. Enjoying life in the moment is my top priority because life is so fragile and you never know. And I think your hubby and your family appreciates your way of looking at it now instead of the old old L just powering. And I thought of something as you were, you just mentioned season five and all of the previous seasons, the experts. And I think of that word season Mm. and The Bible talks about different seasons of life. There's a season for crying. There's a season for laughing. There's a season for children. There's a season for grandparenting. There's a season for retiring, for working, all of these things. So anyway, we just got to understand that's a natural process of life. Absolutely. And speaking of seasons, we are in the middle of the winter season right now. When these episodes release, it'll be end of winter season and the new year will have already happened. And I wanted to encourage everyone to take some time to look inward because last January 1st, I was in a pretty dark place. I was just very burnt out and I was feeling it. I, and most of the rest of us didn't even know it. Yes. Uh, you know, you kept it hidden, which is not good, but go ahead. But I have my little journal here and I'm going to open it up because it was funny. On New Year's Day, I wrote out this journal entry with, there was, there was no forward thinking. I wasn't like planning to do anything with it. It was just kind of like, let's get these things out of my head. And if something happens, cool. I've failed every other New Year's resolution. So there's <laughs> there's no uh I think you're the expectation. only one who fails. <laughs> right? Yeah. Everyone does yeah. fail those. So what I did was I wrote a little diary to myself and I broke it down the way the podcast is broken down into health, 
relationship, career, and money. And so I wrote down kind of big themes in health that I was struggling with and the things I kept doing wrong. So let me read a few of these. Some of the big things that I was struggling in health were my boundaries and my daily essentials. That meant for boundaries, struggling to say no, overbooking myself, overworking myself, lack of organization and direction. I just put it out there. This is what I'm struggling with. I wrote a few different options. I gotta say, you know, I don't see that in you, but you see it in yourself. And I think we're sometimes harder on ourselves than any of us should be, but go ahead. But my, the way I was feeling was what triggered this. You know, I, I knew the way I was feeling was burnt and unmotivated. And that isn't who I am at my core. I'm usually a very bubbly, driven, excited to live life and go out and do things. And I was not. I was very much the opposite. And so I knew something was there. And so those boundaries were things that I was struggling with. And I wrote three different options on ways that I could correct it. Just as some ideas, I did the same thing with daily essentials. I got to relationships and I wrote not being fully present, worrying about people who are no longer in my life, learning how to let go of the past and not worry about the future. And again, I wrote a few ideas on how to solve it. Career did the same thing. I took too much on my plate was one of those things I wrote down. I felt scatterbrained. I was unable to focus on a task and finish wrote some different ideas on how I could solve that. Money, unnecessary spending, frivolous credit card use, racking up debt without savings or minimal savings and investments. So I wrote all these things down. And funny enough, I didn't look at it again. I didn't look at it again until probably late October. And when I looked at it in late October, I was like, holy crap, I actually have changed almost all of these things in my life without hounding myself, without having any sort of accountability. It was like I got it on paper. Internally, I knew how important this was to make these changes, and I just let it flow. I pulled back after having some health stuff that we'll talk about in the next episode. I pulled back because life told me to stop. And because I had that like big red light in front of me, I was able to make these changes and my mental health has improved dramatically. And so I just would recommend anybody who wants to, we are actually going to have a little, I made a worksheet that represents kind of the same way that I did my goals last year or my, my struggles, my failures, the things that I was doing wrong. I did a sheet like that. So if anybody does want that, feel free to reach out. I'll link it at the bottom of this episode in the show notes so you can click it and you can use it yourself. But it's not to keep you on schedule. It's to come back a year from now and see how much you've grown. It doesn't matter, you know, like if you change everything or if you don't change everything, but just that kind of solid pillar knowing I was here last year. And even if you've made a 1% improvement in a year, you still have that right here in writing. You know how you were feeling. You know what was going on. And so any bit of improvement is a great reminder of like how far you've come. That is so cool. And it was more than 1%, but you didn't put any pressure on yourself to do this. You're just saying, these are problems I'm facing. Why can't we just admit that these are problems we're facing? And somehow it just comes from within. The answers start flowing out when you start addressing it. But so many of us brush it under the rug. You it's know, not here. It's not here. Yeah, I'm perfect. It's all good. You know, stiff upper lip. I'm happy. BS. Just Tell it like it is. Write it down. Be honest with yourself. Yeah, in our book, it talked about the importance of 
getting it out of here through your hand into a piece of paper. I don't even know what all you're going to cover here, but I'm excited. And funny enough, like the solutions that I had put January 1st of last year were not necessarily the solutions that worked long term. Those were just my ideas. I was like, okay, well, I know nothing. I'm stuck in the pit of it. I have no idea what to do. These are some suggestions. I didn't do them all the same way, but I ended up at the destination. And I remember when I was reading Psycho Cybernetics, it talked about that same thing. The brain is a machine. And if you put input into it, these are my areas. You're vulnerable with yourself. Your brain is a mechanism that is going to solve the problem one way or another if you're not stiff and resistant. Yes, exactly. So just wanted to share that with you because my big goal for this year has been to want to wake up and attack the day. And that's not like get up and get working. It's in whatever way that means for you. If that means get up and make yourself breakfast and have a lazy morning before work. like For Elizabeth, it's just waking up. Yes. That's exactly (laughs) it. That's exactly it. Is I was so depressed that I was struggling to wake up by like noon before I had an appointment. I, I was wasting my entire day and I just physically was unable to do anything. And I tried so hard and I've done some other solutions. It's not all just mental strength. There have been some other non-mental strength things that have helped me. And so we will dive into that next episode. If you are interested in more information on this kind of stuff, and we're going to dive into different stuff moving forward, but looking backwards, episode 36 with Radhika, she talks about finding your flow. And that was a really, really full episode that if you're like, you just need some major inspiration right now. She is a huge inspiration to me. I just respect her. She's a mentor for me. And if you want to check that out, I would recommend that episode to look back on. Brilliant woman. Lawyer turned consultant coach. Biggest heart. Biggest heart. I mean, you just, you feel it. And she went through some hellacious times and just, I wanted to say too, besides how great Radhika Rad is, you had clear signs of depression that you were ignoring. I mean, this inability to get moving. And I'm sorry, I didn't see it. And I'm probably pushing too hard too. But for anybody else who's facing feeling that way, I mean, really reach out to us or a, a counselor, ther- yes, therapist. A rad. We have multiple options for you. We want to help because you're not stuck. You are stuck, yeah. but you don't need to be stuck there permanently. It's going to take effort and it's not easy, but there is life outside of depression and there's such a beautiful, gorgeous world around you. And you've got this precious thing called life. And I wanted to maximize it, but I did not have the abilities. And this last year I have been able to slow down and finally find that joy in life again. And I'm eternally grateful. It hurts to hear that you've been through this almost alone. I mean, your husband were there, but uh, you don't even share everything there. I'm not good at asking for help. Yeah, and that's a problem for you. It's a problem for all of us. We need to ask for help, and that's what we're here for. And I think you would say after a year uh, of facing that, that the light does shine eventually. 
It does. And we'll talk about this next episode. Some of those things that I did, I guess it's the next two episodes that we're going to be talking about kind of like how I dealt with that. And it's been revolutionary. My my physical health, my mental health, the way I'm responding to people and able to just support people. I've, I've always heard that you can't pour out into others if your glass isn't full. And so I was feeling extremely drained, but all I wanted to do was help others because that's just in me. And so I was giving my last drops to everyone else and I had an empty cup and that was me, my mental health internally. I was just empty no matter what I tried. That's so important to to refill your cup in whatever way that means. If that means to exercise, which we'll talk about, if that means to spend time with friends, if that means just to turn everything off and disconnect for a day, go on a walk in nature, (laughs) get sunlight. We will talk about all these amazing resources, get a pet or hug your pet. (laughs) But That is kind of what's been going on in the last year and why I needed to slow down. And we're going to dive deeper into this. So we hope you join us on this journey of reflection of 2022 and and looking forward into 2023. 23 is a favorite number of mine. So I have high hopes for the future, but I do. I am realistic and I understand that life is life, but I've got a good feeling about next year. So I've, I've set the foundation this year. I'm ready to build on it next year. Shall we attack today by getting prepared for tomorrow's next episode? Oh, yes. Let's do it. See you next week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We're excited for season five. Better be your best you, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week on the Power Adulting Podcast.